Hello and welcome back everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plots. I am your DM and host as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined with a bunch of people who are about to be set on fire in the plane of fire. Yay! You can tell you can hear our enthusiasm, can't you? It's just so much fun. Uh yes, that were the enthusiastic voices of Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> They've all spent the week rolling up new characters just and holding them in reserve. <laughs> it may be a short session tonight, yeah. guys, because mine's not written up yet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, currently they are playing Tommy the Gunslinger, Sophia the Monster Hunter, and Rogar the Paladin. You say that really weird every single time. Rogar. I know, right? <laughs> Rogar. Rogar. I say it's slightly different every time, just to amuse no, myself. No, I swear. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think if 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 anybody's out there and wants to do some like sound editing, grab all the ways he says Rogar together in yeah. like a, you know, stick it on YouTube or something. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I should put a bit of style on the end of it, you know, classy. <laughs> and uh, sassy. Yeah, a bit of sass. We'll start our evening. So yeah, um, you guys jumped into the plane of fire. We went proved... down, 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 and the flames were higher. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it's proved fun so far. You've been attacked by everything. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much e- the recap. <laughs> e- 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 even the stuff we tried to be nice to as well. Yeah. 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 Well, no, fuck us, right? <laughs> yeah, so, okay, to go through what happened on the last episode, our... Uh, lovable band of misfits here jump through a portal to the plane of fire to just find out what the hell was going on in the uh, wider realms and it turns out as soon as they landed here the plane of fire was fucked up the sky's all messed up the sun is like being devoured by a black hole the land is literally tearing itself apart every creature they've met has been insane and partially corrupted and as they got to the end of the cinder waste, they found the Lord of Flame himself. Kossuth, d- seemingly dead, and his eye and mouth being used as a portal to summon through hordes of night gaunts. So yeah, not not a good time for everyone. He's had a bad day. Yeah, he's not yeah. doing well. I mean, we've, we've all had bad days before, but I think... <laughs> Yeah, I think his takes the biscuit somewhat. Mm. He wasn't a god, though, was he? He was like a titany kind of demigod. He, he was like similar level of power to a god, but still kind of a step below. Okay. In a way. That mm. sucks. Yeah. What, that he wasn't a god? Yeah. No, that he's I bet dead. he was pretty bummed about it <laughs> when he was alive. Yeah. Uh, it was one of his major <laughs> concerns in life. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 the god kids wouldn't let him in all their cool clubs. Yeah, yeah. So. that's what the dorm war was really all about. <laughs> uh, so I yeah, I already laughed because I read it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> hey, look, there's there's some D and D lore experts out there who chuckled slightly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yes, you came around the side of a mountain and you were greeted with the. What, about three, maybe four-story-tall face of Kossuth, which had basically been missing an eye and a mouth that was being held open by these, like, black vine-like... 
They're not plants, but they almost just like corrupted vines that are just holding his mouth open, and his mouth and eye seem to just be yawning portals. And as we ended the episode, a creature emerged from the mouth as a few hundred more night gaunts flew up into the air from the eye. The creature reminded you all a bit of the fire elemental, except he was more like seven to eight foot tallish, and from the waist up seemed to be encased in like black, almost like flames that have been turned to iron in terms of armor. It's got that kind of like flowing effect going up. It has basically just like a chest plate, shoulder pauldrons, a helm and bracers, and the rest of it is just fire. And it's holding two black and red scimitars that seem to glow with a... I hesitate again to say black flame, more like the absence of color yet again. And that's where we kind of left off with this creature emerging. I think it's friendly. Yeah. It's... I, th- I, think, I think dude's gone, gone all out on his cosplay this time, and I'm quite mm. impressed. Mm. <laughs> so, I just have one question. So last time you said that it was basically running towards us or about to run towards us is that still happening it seems to be heading in your direction um is, before you is guys... it a walking pace or sprinting mm, you get the impression it could move pretty damn quickly towards you if it wants to but before anything else happens on that front as you're all watching this creature start to move in your general direction and looking pretty aggressive you watch as the other eye of Kossoth, the one that is I think I described it last time as like a dull red. Just for the briefest moment, flares with a slight little bit of energy that seems to wash out almost like a wave from behind this creature. It seems to pass over this creature with no effect to it, but it hits all of you, including Voss and Solara and Handrel. And you are all greeted by a vision? Or maybe a memory. It's hard to tell. But you all see the same thing, so I will describe it as you all see it. For the briefest moment, you behold the realm of fire. In fact, you behold all the realms, for that is what your eyes can see. They are in balance around the material plane. And reality is as it should be. But you, and solely you are aware of another plane. Similar to the Astral Sea, it almost seems to pervade everything. Almost a flip side of the coin if we were to look at the realms in a flat circle sort of way. And this realm branches to all other realms, yet creatures of it are not allowed to cross between them. There are protections in place And you, as the Lord of Flame, are well aware of this. You believe yourself to be safe. Time seems to move forward. You're uncertain how much time, because time to you is almost irrelevant. But you watch a guardian who sits upon a bridge. A bridge between realms and realities. He's grown older than you last remember him much weaker than when he was first placed there. But that's okay, because really what holds these realms apart isn't just the Guardian, it's the barrier that he helps keep focused. And that barrier was put in place 
by the gods and by the primordials to stop these realms truly coming into contact. And as you look down upon this bridge, you see a creature approach. Humanoid, covered in a black cloak. It's hazy and difficult to see, but you watch as it walks straight through that barrier and confronts the Guardian. The Guardian seems surprised, but rushes to defend, and is slain. You realize the implication of this, and you rush to where that barrier is already starting to crumble, in an attempt to destroy whatever foolish creature broke down this wall. But it's already too late. You watch in horror as the hordes of winged enemies flow through the barrier, followed by the large, gargantuanly large, grayish-green tendrils rip forward from that other realm and crack your neck as they t coil around your flesh. Your flames leave you, and you fall. And then all of you are back to reality. You are now stood back in the plane of fire, facing this thing, all kind of shaking your heads like, what the fuck was that? Tripping major bullsack. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> uh, Bunkle, what did you do? <laughs> he fucked up. That's what he did. <laughs> Not that any of our characters know it. That no. maniacal laugh just... Just yeah, was that Sorry, in character? Was, or? Yeah, of course the laugh was in character. <laughs> uh, such a twat. Guys, uh, I'm guessing the situation's pretty fucking serious then. Yeah. Seeing as Rogar's lost his fucking lid. And as you all recover from that, I think we're about to roll initiative. Oh, yeah, I don't shit. think there's any like way to stop us. Well, unless we we can we could suddenly spring into action and try and take an attack of opportunities as things run towards us, but I mean it clearly sees you and it's heading towards you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm relatively <laughs> I, I, I'm relatively nice with these things, but you know, it's looking yeah. at you. <laughs> I don't know. I thought they might get a shot off as it's running. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess it did. This is just how quickly we react. I guess that's what the initiative thing's about. Is this it a is, yeah. aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead? Three. <laughs> if you wish to make me a, I'd say a nature check or an arcane check, considering what this creature is. Right. Okay. All right, let me click on myself. I mean, I'll tell you right up. You're in the plane of fire. It's a relatively low DC. <laughs> Just to try to figure this out. <laughs> it's something fire related, guys. <laughs> Sorry, was it nature? Did I'm you say pretty nature or arcane to have an understanding of what this creature is? Both of mine are shit, so. 15. 15 nature? I mean, it's on fire. It's in the plane of fire. Pretty good guess that it's probably an elemental. Yeah. Okay, just. just... It's a good heads up. Yeah. Yeah. I might use that spell that I remember that I have. <laughs> <laughs> Detect magic. Yes. Yeah, that's You're going to sit down for 10 minutes and cast that ritual. <laughs> <laughs> and you will like, after 10 minutes, when we're all dead, you're like, yep, definitely magic. <laughs> <laughs> guys, yep. guys, I think this creature was made of magic. <laughs> guys, 
guys. <laughs> All right. So I think that's everyone. And oh, Sophia, shit. you're up first. I am indeed. So uh, our order here: Sophia with twenty, Solara with eighteen, because Solara always rolls really high for initiative for some reason. Tommy fourteen. My uh, Fire Mimradon is thirteen. Handles also thirteen, and Rugas three. Yep, he is busy well. laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. With, with, with a solid three. <laughs> right, to do that spell, that is my action, isn't it? Uh, if you wish to cast that spell, yes, it is your action. I will cast it on myself. Okay. Awesome. Are you using Harmonize or your Monster Hunter ability to cast it once? My Monster Hunter ability. Okay, you kind of... Prepare yourselves to cast the spell. You you know roughly what you're doing, but it's the first time you've actually used it. You yeah. feel a shimmer of energy just kind of run across your skin, and yeah, you think it's you think it's worked. You think? Are you going to move, <laughs> or is that it? No, I think that's it. Pretty. Back up. Do you think? How far? Okay, wait a minute. Let me just measure. Oh yeah, he's really close. It's really close. Um, Bye-bye. Yeah, I've moved away. Okay. (laughs) Are you going to do anything else? Have you got an action surge left? I don't think you do, actually. I think you used that one. Yeah, I think you used it. But did both of you use your action surges? I did not use my action surge. I can't remember. I did not. I don't think I noted it down this time, unfortunately. Matt did, because he had five attacks. Yes. Oh, yeah, I did. Matt did use it. Okay. I have not. Okay. Are you going to use it now? Yeah, fuck it. Okay. Action surge. I'm not going to use my fire arrows or something equally as stupid. Yeah, fi- fire arrow is bad choice. You're Maybe. A fire <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Quick guess. Yeah. Um, attack with Zan's resolve. Twenty. Twenty. Radiant. A twenty just hits. Just. Oh, God. Shit. You <laughs> knock your first arrow and just send it flying over as it bursts into that radiant, almost golden energy and crashes into the center of this creature, just watching as like bits of flame like sputter away, but it seems to reconstitute itself pretty easily. Okay, seeing that, knowing that I can attack this shit, even though I don't know what it is, I'll go and fly another arrow. 22 and, a, and 12. Yeah. Ah, also hits. A palpable hit. <laughs> Second arrow hits home in exactly the same way, just starting to wound this creature early. And yep. uh, that is your turn. Indeed. Uh, Solara, what's she going to do? I think she's probably just going to open with an ice knife and hope for the best. Sounds like a plan, Solara. Uh, what's the range on ice knife? I think it's 60. She already used it once before, but she'll be alright. Uh, yeah, 60. So she is also going to move move back a little bit. And, yeah. Cast Ice Knife. So, Solara. You watch as she does as she uses it, and, what, and this icy, almost like an icicle turned into a knife, appears into her hand, and she launches it across. And it deals... Oh, wow. 24 against AC. Uh, Four points of piercing damage. And it takes... And it must take a dex saving throw or take a bit more damage. 
and it passes. So, oh. does it take half damage? I'm guessing it doesn't take double damage, even though this is a cold damage weapon. Uh, it's does... piercing, piercing damage, isn't it? Even though it does, it's ice. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. The explosion I... does the cold damage, actually. Right. But okay. It, it seems to explode, but this creature's fiery form just kind of slips away from it pretty easily. And yeah, so he sadly only takes four points of damage. Oh shit! Uh. Good try, Solara. Thanks. <laughs> See, I can verbally congratulate her instead of slapping her on the ass. And there is nothing wrong with a quick go team. G- I can't reach her. That's all, <laughs> guys. Right now, not the time. <laughs> Fiery demon, chat about relations in the workplace. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I think that's going to end her turn for now. She's going to. Save some things just in case this gets worse. Tommy, what you doing? Ooh, all right. If I pop a cap, mm-hmm. then I will have to at some point use an action to stow them or chuck the guns somewhere, which is a quite a fiery place. I don't really fancy doing that. Seems to be a um, reasonable risk here. Yeah. Yeah. I Turn them to me. <laughs> <laughs> over your way, but then you'll have to use an action to pick them up, or else just stand on them. Yeah. Uh, so I'm also going to pull back a little bit, I think. Okay. Um, and then I can use an action later to draw them, which makes sense. So I'm going to pull back to here. Next to next to Sophia, and I'm going to draw my two pistols. And with my with my with the last rights, I'm going to use a grit point to get advantage on this shot. Okay, I think I'm in range there. You should be. Yeah, yeah. you're fine. Um, okay, so with advantage, I'm going to take a shot with um, last rights. Seventeen. Seventeen. You fire with last rites, and that just shatters against this armor and does nothing. Okay. So. That's a grip point used. Yeah, it is. One of my two grip points used. Okay. Uh, so. Yeah, with my other hand, I'm just going to take a shot with my regular pistol. Okay. Um, just a regular shot, I think. Uh, fourteen, so even yeah. worse. Yeah, also, not a good, not a good turn. Yeah, you, uh, your hand is just, uh, a little bit sweaty with all the heat around here, and you just sort of slip a little bit, and yep, aim uh, wide. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'm th- already thinking about putting them away and drawing my swords, but that's for next turn. All right, is that your turn done? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Unfortunately, it's back action and bonus action. Oh no, I get, I get another shot. Actually, don't I? Yes, you last... do. You get two shots. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So final shot with last rights. So I'm going to retighten my grip on the pistol. I'm going to line down the sights properly, and I'll take one more shot. Okay. And then 18. 18 just hits. Yay! However, so roll your necrotic damage. Yeah. That's uh, just 1d4, I think. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, four. Four. So you deal... Four points of necrotic damage. You do notice your bullet doesn't seem to have that much of an effect. 
Hmm. Okay. It seemingly is resistant to it. Okay. How's that? It's normal it's... damage. Yeah, but mine bow shoots uh, radiant bows. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Radiant arrows. Yeah. Whereas it's... mine just shoots regular pistol balls. It is. But the one Oops. downside of guns is that they are not considered magical. Yeah. Never mind. So next turn, swords out. Right. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm done. Okay. Um, it is going to. What is it going to do? It's going to just charge straight forward to. Actually, you two shot the hell out of it. Bugger mm-hmm. fuck. And it can move forty feet. Ah. We should have moved further straight, back. Straight past Rogar. Well, it's going to go around Rogar because I'll oh, take an attack. It, yeah, it will take an attack of opportunity if you want to use your reaction to do that. Do it, Rogar. But it yeah, is going to okay. head straight there. So Give it a smack. Take a swing. Kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, kill it. And a miss. Swing and a miss. It is too quick for you as it just almost flows past you as you try swing anathema and yeah, thirteen. It's not good enough. It is going to activate its necrotic Tracker. strikes ability and oh, take its first swing good, at it? you. That does not sound good. And that was at Tommy with a 27, which is a crit. So this is going to do a lot of damage. So does 5 plus an additional 6 plus... uh, So it's going to be 6 plus 5. So it does 11 points of slashing damage. Yep. Plus an additional eight fire damage, uh, necrotic damage for this guy actually. So nineteen points total. Ow! Why couldn't it be psychic damage? I didn't even do that much damage to it. <laughs> so you are entirely caught off guard as this thing just flows towards you across the uh, cinder waste and rams its scimitar right towards your gut and you notice that it just flares with this almost like absence of existence from the flames on the blade and it just tears right into your gut and you just feel like your flesh begin to almost just have the life sucked from it and then it's going to do its second attack on you 14 which misses and miss pathetically fuck and it's going to swing back round with its scimitar again With a 19. That hits. Uh, that's not a crit, but it will do an additional... Okay, so it deals 10 points of slashing and 5 points of necrotic. Ow! Okay. Could have, should have directed one of those attacks at Sophia, seeing she did most of the damage to it. But, <laughs> hey-ho. It might fancy me. <laughs> Flirt with it, quick! <laughs> <laughs> um... You watch after those three attacks just slash against you back and forth. Uh, the fire on the blades, that sort of blackened flame, just seems to die down momentarily. A uh, little help. And Handrel, what's old, what's old Stabby going to do? Uh, what is he going to do? Does he have a good spell or should he just run in there? Kill he it. He would get flanking, so he gets sneak attack, so it might be the best idea. He is... Okay. First things first. He is going to cast Hex as a bonus action. So, 
you watch as Handrel attempts to focus on the creature and starts muttering in this language that you don't understand. It's almost painful to the ears. And you watch as this, like, blackened little bits of vi uh, veins, similar to these ones on the ground, actually, start to appear wrapping around the creature's armor and parts of where the flame would technically be flesh, almost. I'm going to put a little marker on him to remind myself. And Handrel is going to rush up behind and attempt to take at least one stab. Uh, oh, and for the Hex, he is going to give the creature disadvantage on a dexterity checks. Don't know if that's going to come in handy, but he can give it a shot. And then he's going to strike out with the Soul Render Blade with advantage, because Tommy is flanking. Oh, wow. Oh, the nice. natural 20. Damn. Uh, so that's 9 points of piercing, plus 4 additional piercing, plus sneak attack twice, because he critted. Damn, man. Sneak attack! Matt, we can't hear you. Sorry, I was going to say you're rolling well today. I am. Which is good on these ones, and bad when it's the fucking creature. Damn. <laughs> 27 points of damage from hand. Oh, actually, even more than that. 27 plus his hex damage, which I think is a E6. 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 Yeah. Plus an additional two points of that. Wow. So yeah, he did 29 points of damage in one attack. Nice. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, more like that, please, guys. More like that. <laughs> well, unlike you. Yeah, seeing as I've got 21 hit points left. <laughs> you watch as Handrel just runs up behind it, and while it's just wailing on Tommy, he jumps and just stabs it right down the back. The creature kind of, like, roars in pain for a moment, but then seems to suddenly be aware that it's fighting on multiple fronts now. And Rogar, is your turn. Yeah. He's going to, like, join, force join forces or something stupid, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, see, in uh, character. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to do that. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> but it is a rather funny situation, don't you think? No. Yeah, that's why he finds it funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, what I am going to do is uh, I will cast my vow of anonymity because I can't get round it to flank it I don't think no uh, you, you can could actually get to across from Sophia. Sophia opposite Sophia oh mm -hmm. right cool then I won't because I can flank it anyway thank you thank you and then fuck it do we get like double advantage no uh, that, that does not no. exist <laughs> it should I imagine all advantage oh. <laughs> just just we, we automatically roll crits <laughs> all of us <laughs> So, and Tommy lives. Since it seems like a rather important thing at the minute. Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna. So I'm gonna use my bonus action to cast Thunderous Smite. Okay. It's been a while since you've done uh, some thunder. It is. Uh, thunder. And then... na, 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 na. Thunder. <laughs> Take a swing. Had to, had to be done. With advantage and a 21. Ooh, it's a bit of a hit. And I'll uh, 
Oh, I get to reward one of those dice, do I? You do indeed, because one of those was a one. So it's a D6. Oh, another oh, one again. Okay. Uh, and then I'll stick some Divine Smite in there as well. So I think I can. I believe so. First yeah, it know. just says whenever I make an attack. It doesn't say for a bonus action. Um, really. Well, first question. Thunderous Smite, is it an action or a bonus action? Bonus action. Uh, okay, then yes, you can do that. Awesome. It's 2d8. Because it's not undead, I'm guessing. It is not. Yeah. So. Someone add that up. 29. 29? 29. Wait. Oh, yeah, you're divine smart. Yeah, sorry. I was uh, wondering at the math there for a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 29. Damn. And he actually needs to make a strength saving throw as well. Booyah. Uh, Keep stacking it up, guys. Uh, he passes quite easily. Yeah. You rain down the thunder, and you actually manage to crack a bit of his, uh, the a bit of the back on the piece of his armor, but he does seem to just almost absorb the damage and holds holds still. But uh, yeah, that that hurt him. You hear as this uh, ringing, like thunderous sound, like echoes across the plains. And uh, yeah, there we go. That is Rogar done. So at the top of the round. Those of you looking in that direction, so Sophia and Tommy, notice that the black veins coming from Kossuth expand. Oh, shit. And begin mm. to grow out over the lands. And Sophia, it's your turn. Okay, I can't move away because attackable opportunity. How far away is it, would you say? Like 30 feet, 20 feet? What, the uh, the vines on the ground? Yeah. Uh, they're 25 feet. How far did it move? Moved between 10 and 15 feet, you'd say. Okay. It seems to very rapidly be growing. Okay. Okay, attack of opportunity, or I can't do anything really with my bow. Um, uh, you just be taking a normal shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's advantage. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Sorry. Forgot yeah. I was flanked. Flanky, flanky. And sounds resolved. Seeing that moving even closer to me, um, shitting myself, and I do 26 attack, 6 damage. That does indeed hit. With a uh, superiority die. On the damage. On the damage. Tote. Hobbs. D8 on that. <laughs> uh, with a D8. For an extra six, six, that's 12. 12. That's it for that one. How many how many superior DS have you got left? Two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's all your damage? And you're going to attack again? I will indeed. So you're going to do some cool like, description shit. I will do your, do your second shot. 29... Ooh, and, and nine, nine damage. And I'm going to add another die onto that. Do you just not roll less than a 16? <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> seems the case. <laughs> For an extra five, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Okay. 12 plus 14. 
Yeah. As the creature is distracted, you notch up two arrows in, like, rapid succession and just fire them into his back as he's kind of, like, spinning around trying to defend himself from multiple angles. You watch as they just sink underneath the armor and seem to explode in little bits of divine energy as parts of this creature's form is struggling to stay together. Awesome. And that's your turn? Yes, indeed. Okay. Uh, Solara, what are you going to do? Looking around and seeing those veins uh, get closer across the ground, or vines, as I keep calling them, uh, she is going to move the fuck down here and hope for the best. Take me with you! (laughs) (laughs) And so as she continues to run away, she will... (sighs) She can try for another ice knife and hope for the best, because at least she's not burning. A lot of her other spells are... Fire-based, unless she goes all out. So for the moment, Ice Knife. Uh, But with a 10, misses completely. However, the creature does still need to make it save, just in case the cold hits it. And unfortunately, it makes it save as well. So her Ice Knife just goes flying past somewhat uselessly. Shame. Shame. Tommy. What are you doing? Uh, okay, I'm going to stow my pistols and draw my so- short swords. Okay. So, pistols away, short swords out, and with my um, bonus action, I'm going to make a strike with Elements Wrath. Go for it. So, with advantage, because I'm flanking, the 26, I do 12 damage. Damn. So yeah, you take a moment, take a breather, and kind of put your weapons away that you don't think are going to be that useful. But in the same almost fluid movement, you draw Elements Wrath and just cut right across this creature's chest, watching as ice just forms along the breastplate. And yeah, do a healthy dose of damage. I'm guessing it doesn't take double damage then. It's not a... Did not seem to. No. Alas. Alas. What would damage this thing? Uh, Hitting it. Yeah. <laughs> Radiant damage, magical no. damage. Anything yeah. magical, but no, no, nothing. Nothing seems to do crap loads of damage, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, nice! He regains his fiery strikes. <laughs> oh. Evil yeah. DM left. Uh, you watch as his uh, scimitars burst back into that blackened flame, and he's gonna initially take a swing at. Uh, this is difficult, because Rogar hit him pretty hard, but Tommy's looking damaged. Hmm. It's not that intelligent of a creature. He's going to take one swing at Tommy, initially. The 17? I think that hits, yeah. So that's 10 damage, plus an additional 5. We, we, we ran down Nars, didn't we? So, didn't we? So for mine 17, he hits. Um, Meets it beats for armor, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you got a minor healing potion? Yeah, but I don't have a turn left this time, mm. so mm. next turn maybe, if I'm still around. So that's 15 points of damage total. I'm on 16 points of damage, guys. And What's the health left? Of my we... 70. Have you used your um, second wind? Not yet, no. Well, I had a choice of, of hitting it or oh, taking... Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, and I thought second wind doesn't actually give me very much, so let's give it a smack and see what happens. 
Okay, and next up, will it attack Tommy again? Will it press the advantage, or will it try defend itself? Well, you could kill me if you want. It's up to you, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, logically, it did take a lot of damage from behind it, so it's going to turn and take a swing at Handrel. And with a 16, hit. Oh, With an additional... Okay, so you take seven damage total. Handle needs to do his uh, concentration check. It only has to beat a ten, so hopefully he'll be okay. Fifteen. Okay, he maintains hex, but he does take seven points of damage. Eh, not too bad. You watch as the elemental kind of whips round quickly and just slashes Handrel as he tries to duck back and defend himself, leaving this streak of blackened, almost inverted fire behind it. And then it's going to spin back round and try to take one last stab at Tommy. With a 20. It hits. It does hit, doing seven slashing and four necrotic. And that's its turn. Next up, Handrel. He is going to press the attack and tackle the advantage. Oh, wait, wrong, wrong weapon. Uh, right, attack with advantage because Tommy's still flanking him. Just about. 19, dealing nice. 11 points plus his sneak. Wow, Ooh. 10, damn. Wow. <laughs> and then he's going to attack with his offhand. Again with advantage. 24. Nice. So, damn. that is a fair chunk of damage. 27 points of damage. Uh, Handrel just tries his best to lay into the back of this thing. You watch as bits of its armor starts to crack away. And this thing is looking damaged greatly. Like, you watch as the flames that are making up its body are flickering back and forth between black and orange. Occasionally melding to almost a greenish color as it seems to frantically trying to be holding uh, hold on to its form. And Rogar, you are up. Kill it! <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to take a swing with Anathema. And with advantage as well. With advantage. Go on. Oh. <laughs> and I'll reward one of them. Yep. Yes. You take up Anathema and just <laughs> focus all your might into it. All that strength that you've got, especially with those hill giant uh, gauntlets that you use. And you sp- just follow your whole body weight behind the swing. It smashes through its uh, left side shoulder pauldron, just leaving bits of blackened iron on the ground. And you watch as its form begins to just shimmer and shatter, and it suddenly disperses out, almost in this small little bit of explosion of flame. And then as the dust settles and the smoke clears, you just see a broken chest piece, a helm, and a couple of braces on the floor. The creature appears to be dead. Appears to be dead. I'm gonna loot that shit. And um, well, as we get to the no, top of the round, actually, I'm not. I'm not going to because it's not my turn yet. But well, the, those tendrils are getting closer. They are. Still, still, it'd be nice to have a souvenir of something that nearly killed me. Well, as okay, so you watch no, as the I'm, tendrils I'm, continue to expand. Are you going to try grab anything from the creature before you leg it? I might try and grab its helmet as we run. 
Yeah, go on then, because yeah. you've actually got to run past it, whereas I'd have to That's leave That's what back. I was thinking. I'm, You're going to have just... to go towards the stuff, whereas I've yeah. got to go past it anyway. Yeah, I'm, let, gonna... or, yeah. yeah I'm just going to do one, because let's be honest, I'm nearly dead. Okay. Uh, I have seven points of health left, so... Doing what anything is else? with you guys and, like, trophies? They're uh, cool. They're cool, yeah. <laughs> what, what, one of these days, right, there's going to be a massive hall somewhere and it's going to be filled with various helmets and and bits of armor and skulls and like rotting <laughs> bits of flesh and tanks that we've just taken from trophy kills basically and plus my banjo needs a helmet <laughs> i i think you should have a sock puppet rogar <laughs> okay i'll say i mean you pick up the helmet it's definitely as I say, this creature was about like eight, nine foot tall, so it's a bit big for, you would say, humanoid use, but it seems in good condition. You're not certain what metal it's made out of, but it uh, looks quite impressive. Ooh, trophy helmet. It's, uh, as you examine it closer, like I say, it's almost like flowing fire that's been hardened into a metal, and it has like uh, four sets of horns just going streaked backwards off the back of the helm. Looks quite cool. Sounds it, yeah. Mm. And are you guys just running at this point? Yes. Yes. Uh, yep. <laughs> Does uh, one of you? Well, I'll say Solara grabs Voss by the collar and drags him along with you. Oh, no, yeah. don't give a shit. Yeah. Don't give a shit. Yeah, I was fine uh, to leave him. Uh, uh, <laughs> she's a nice person. Yeah, but I, I don't really have to do this for the, for the second time in like a couple of days. Have to go out and explain to, to everyone why the, pe- the only people that weren't us that went in there are now dead. <laughs> <laughs> it totally wasn't us, you guys. It really wasn't. It was uh, there was a demon in there, be- and shit got weird. I uh, guys, you look at that wuss. Wasn't stood next to me because I was going to throw him at it and run. <laughs> I honestly think, to be honest, uh, if anyone's going to actually believe what we've seen in there, it might be good to have him to corroborate it. Otherwise, they're just going to be like, no, <laughs> he's yeah. he, a, a, a demigod is not dead. Mm-hmm. You, you, you fools are lying. It might help so. your story. So, yes, I take it you are... Are you all just running back towards the portal? Is that the plan? We, 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 are, we are absconding with a despondent priest in tow. Okay. Yeah. A, a druid, rather. If he causes any issues, I am stopping Solara from dragging him, and he is being left to die. If he causes any issues, you are welcome to. Mm-hmm. As Thank you're you. running along, I mean, he's dragged initially, but he starts to kind of get the, the hint, and he starts to try guide you guys back to the portal. Um, as you get around the corner of the mountain and basically head back into the cinder waste, roughly in the direction you think is correct. You get um, about three, four hundred yards away from where you just were, and Rogar, despite the heat, despite the extreme heat and the fact that you're in plate and you are sweltering like hell, and, you know, generally speaking, not in the happiest position when it comes to uh, comes to the general you know, climate in the plane of fire, let's say. Despite all of that, you feel a chill run down your spine that almost freezes your heart solid. As you're running, it almost causes you to slow down. It's that sudden. And you look back over your shoulder towards where the mountain was and where the dead primordial lay. You see... What's best described as a humanoid form, standing roughly nine or ten foot tall, 
as best guess, it looks like a man wearing a robe. Bald. In fact, no hair whatsoever. Wearing a long robe that touches the floor. But you only know that from... I don't know how you know that. It's almost imprinted into your mind. Because what you see is more of a silhouette. A person cut out of the fabric of reality just stood there watching you all run away. And Rogar, as you glance backwards, you hear a voice that you swear is just whispered right into your ear by someone stood just next to you. Bear witness to the fruits of your labor. Two down. Just a handful more to go. And that's all. What did you do? <laughs> He's clapping himself. What did you do? <laughs> Unfortunately, none of the rest of us heard that, so we can't actually ask him any direct questions whatsoever. Come on, Rogar. Stop fucking about. So two two planes down, one... Yeah, great. The elements are getting all kinds of fucked up, thanks what to you. What planes did he get? Don't know yet. You don't know yet. We were Nobody there. knows. Well, you do, obviously. <laughs> prick. Yeah, you notice Rogar seemed to slow down for a moment, and he was looking behind him, but he doesn't seem to be looking at anything. Um. And I will say this, as you're all jogging, do me... All of you do me a perception check. Me included. Yeah. Actually, no. This time, Rogar, no, because you are distracted, I will say. The rest of you, just do me a perception. Twelve. And Tommy? Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. Um, Tommy, as you're turning around to look at Rogar, uh, you don't really see what he's looking at, but you do start to look up towards that storm front that's still overhead, that just blackened clouds with like this greenish tinge to the edge of them. You watch as two gargantuan dragons come careering across the sky, almost strafing the edge of that storm front. One of them almost seems to be made out of living fire. The other one is just blood red. You personally don't know a great deal about dragons, but I'll say this. Do me a history check to see if you've heard anything in your life about them. Yeah, I do not have enough hit points for this. Uh, <laughs> uh, just a normal history check, yeah. A 19, apparently I have. Jesus. You, I mean, as a kid, you heard stories about dragons. I mean, dragons exist. They don't tend to come near cities, and you've never seen one. But you know dragons exist, and you've heard of big, scary dragons. The ones that are like described as being on hordes of gold and live in mountains and things like that. You know, like storybook dragons. These dragons that you're seeing above you sound, look even bigger than those ones sounded. Jesus, that's a big fucking dragon. You watch as the pair of them strafe the cloud and both together shoot out a breath, like a massive cone of just pure fire. You didn't even see the creatures that were there that they were attacking, but you watch as about 
30 or so winged, almost bat-like, but also still humanoid creatures start to fall from the sky as the combined strength of these breath weapons deals a significant amount of damage. But just as you think that the dragons seem to be fighting back, the Stormfront breaks, and thousands of these winged night gaunts come flying out and start to overwhelm these dragons. And I'm guessing you guys are going to keep running. Yeah, yeah I, I, yep. redu- I, 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 I say take take a look at the um, visual representation of the end of the world, and I turn around and continue running at a quite more significant pace, uh, outstripping <laughs> anyone who was ahead of me. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I think technically it is called noping the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm guessing from. Tommy's exclamation, you guys kind of look up and see that as well. Mm-hmm. At least the end part of it, with the night gaunts flooding outward. Yeah. Yeah. So, as you begin to run across the plains, you notice that the land is, like, cracking apart in places. Magma's bursting out of the land. Fire is just uh, emerging in gouts, like, almost, like bigger than a multi-story building that's like the level of flame that's just shooting out almost like a geyser and you just run as quickly as you can as you see the portal in the distance you'd manage to make your way there safely it's just about a few feet off the ground who's jumping through first and i'm gonna say rogar's probably last because he's jogging along as quickly as he can and laughing probably his ass off. Me. Yeah. Pro- pro- probably <laughs> me, because I... I, I'm, like, I, I don't like the... I don't mind the heat. I just oh, redouble yeah. my efforts, because I'm bricking it now. Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not that fast. As you're getting closer... You got I'll... more than seven hit points. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you're getting closer, and you've had to do so much running and all the rest of it, and all the general fire damage you've taken, um, Tommy... Uh, Handrel, Solara, all need to make me a Constitution saving throw. Rogar, you need to make me one with disadvantage. Bollocks. That's what you get for being a twat. I <laughs> uh, got an eleven. Ouch. Ah, twenty. Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh. I've never hated Bunkle's laugh so much. <laughs> 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 Jesus. Uh, okay, so that's 21 for Handrel, 11 for Tommy, 20 even with disadvantage for Rogar on his worst stat. Jesus Christ. Nice. And uh, 20 for Solara. You are very, very hot, but I guess the flow of adrenaline and just the rush of trying to get out of here is just overwhelming all of our senses. You, you kind of you dig deep and you don't suffer any exhaustion. So you manage Phew. to make your way to the portal. Um... Sophia and Tommy almost climbing over each other to get out first, followed quickly by Solara and Voss. Handrel jumps through last, and Rogar, do you jump straight through? Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I've got a bit of... How close is the blackness like to us? At the moment... From where you're looking, you uh, well, like the blackness on the ground, you've managed to get away from, but it is you can almost see it starting to cover the mountains. You... It, can I take like a quick perception check or something and then jump through? Oh, yeah, hit me with a perception. I'll hit you or something. As you stand before the portal back to the material realm. 
Uh, only a nine. Nine. As you look into the distance, you don't see much. As you look up to the sky, with a nine, you notice the night gaunts almost seem to be congregating around the sun, like as in almost, I guess, ritualistically? From your angle, they seem to be forming some sort of pattern around it. But that's the best you can do as you have to jump through the portal, uncertain as to how much longer it'll last. Okay. And you all come crashing down on the other side of the portal, back in the material plane. Hot, sweaty, slightly terrified. And you are back in the Temple of Mistra. You watch as the portal flickers out just a few moments after Rogar lands. You are still surrounded by all the mages that were sat there in a circle and the uh, two druids that were left behind to help. Archpriestess Lauren is looking at you all kind of like almost expectantly as she goes. <laughs> you have returned. Excellent. So tell us, what, what did you find? What, what has gone on? Shit, 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 shit. Shit's on fire, yo. And not in a good way. Someone heal Tommy. Yes, please. He's a whiny bitch boy when he isn't full health. I'm not even full health. I mean, like, fuck off. If you were seven hit points, you'd be a bit pissed too. I just asked someone to heal you. Yeah. Is anyone going to go heal him? Uh, I mean, he can use a hit dice if you're going to start doing a short rest here, if you want, as you explain I'll, what's I'll, going on. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll use a hit dice. Or you also got your second wind as well. Uh, I'll, I'll use a hit dice first, and then, um, actually, I'll use two hit dice. Okay. Yeah, that's a bit better. That's 19 more hit points. Nice. Um... So I'm a little bit healthier now. Uh, yeah, okay. So I guess we're, we're going to kind of give her a brief recap of what happened and kind of look at the um, the druid that came with us but, um, to see, you know, basically to corroborate our story. We've okay. been burnt before on this where we um, tell people what happened and they don't believe us. Hmm. Uh, okay, so as you guys are starting to, obviously looking a lot worse for where you, the mages kind of clear a table for you guys to sit at and they bring over lots of water which you're all desperate for as your throats are just raw at this point from all the heat uh rogar looks like he's lost about 10 pounds in sweat <laughs> and you also sit down and tommy begins like bandaging himself up and like trying to put a bit of a cold compress on some of his burn marks that he now has and yeah you begin to tell your story of what you witnessed in the plane of fire um, who's, who's telling? Is it Tommy speaking? Um, <laughs> uh, it can be, or it could be, I mean, I, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll tell it in a kind of rough and ready Tommy fashion. Okay. Do, do me a just general persuasion. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't have then. Maybe I should let Solara do it. <laughs> uh, 16. 16. Yeah. With a 16, and as you begin telling the story, Voss occasionally starts chipping in as well. Um, especially on some of the more unbelievable parts, as I presume you do tell them about what has happened to the Lord of Flame. Oh, yeah. The As you get to that point in your story, uh, Halden, the druid who seemed to be in charge of the circle, was he pretty much scoffed. And then, as he was beginning to just start going into a hole, that is impossible. I have no idea. I don't know what you think. You Voss actually cuts him off and just shakes his head like, 
No, brother, this is... This is worse than we imagined. And Halden kind of stops and lets you continue onwards, almost just taking a little pause, and you see a worried look kind of pass over his face. So, yeah, you continue and you give all the details you know? Yeah, pretty much. Um, at least as, 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 far as, I, as far as I'm aware, I basically tell him everything we've seen because there doesn't seem to be any particular reason not to tell him. Okay. Lauren uh, sits there quite calmly, surprisingly. Uh, she doesn't seem to give... She's not the sort of person who seems to give a lot of weight when you're telling your news that might be shocking or surprising or anything. She just sort of calmly listens to what you have to say. At the end of it, she takes a moment and then first looks to the druids and says, I believe we have what you were looking for. It seems your worst fears are realized. This is far more devastating than we could have imagined. I would suggest you return to the other druids of the circle and inform them that no more travel or attempted summoning should be done from the plane of fire. <laughs> and I would say it is probably worth getting in contact with the other druid circles to see if they have had similar issues with their own planes. As for the group of you, I did not imagine that you would be in such danger there. I expected perhaps a little resistance that Voss would be able to guide you around, but nothing so extreme. I apologize for putting you all at such risk. It was not my intention. Well, look... We're not really, we appreciate the issues and the fact this have, may have wide-reaching ramifications and all that, but I'll be honest, it wasn't why we were here. Indeed, you came to petition me about assisting in the troubles within the city. Um, I did agree that if you would investigate this matter for me, I would lend what aid I could. And I will see that that is done. I will make contact via my own channels with the Resistance, and we will help them. I fear you have given me a rather larger problem to consider, but at least for the moment that is none of your concern. Thank you for your assistance. Thank you. What are you thanking her for? Well, we so got that, what we were after, didn't we? Yeah. But while all this was going on, I was to say, Rogar is lying on the floor, chuckling to himself. Uh, yeah, don't mind him, by the way. He's a bit delirious. Heat stroke. Ah, uh, see, is he always so susceptible to the heat? Uh, well, doesn't help he's wearing full plate armour. No, I did wonder about that. Didn't seem the smartest call, to be honest with you, but I uh, wasn't going to say anything. Uh, between you and me, yeah, not the smartest. Mm-hmm. It, could I hear any of that, or are we going with no? Ah, I mean, you're nearby, lying on the floor, laughing. You heard it. Just about. (laughs) (laughs) Smart, says the lady who sent us to a place that no longer exists. (laughs) Yep. Delirious, as I said. Still, pleasure doing business with you. Um, We'll be on our way, then. Yeah. 
Thank you. Getting some after sun or something. Go to hell. <laughs> wow. I put my hand out. Um, yeah, go on. We need to do something about that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a hand up. Mm-hmm. Just, 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 just pat him on the shoulder because I think he's just having one of his moments. Because <laughs> after all, we have we have we have no reason to believe that Rogar is involved in any way. Because why would he? Who who, who does that? Who who gets involved in destroying an elemental plane? Mm. Just so so I'm clear, did you relate the vision you saw as well? I did think that. um, Probably should have done. I'm happy for you to say that you did. I just want to know. Because she was talking about um, the other planes and if anyone's having problems. I'm like, well, from this vision, it seemed like everything was intertwined and I think everything's going to go shit. Yeah. So yeah, probably should tell her about it. Okay. You So Sophia, whilst I'm helping Roger up, are you going to go back and just have a word about the vision? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm I'm not, not uninclined to, but I just, I didn't really see the significance. Well, Tommy didn't see the significance of it really particularly. He wasn't. He wasn't paying attention. Well, yeah, basically. Okay, yeah. so you you let Lauren know. She yes. nods and thanks you. And goes, then yes, it seems it is imperative that we contact the other druids. I'm not sure exactly what it is you saw, but if it is accurate in any way, then we must be on guard. It seems there are more direct forces acting against us than we may have considered. Yeah, I mean... Just a quick one, like, Voss, did, did you know what came out of his mouth? Um, Voss will shake his head and it's, it sounded like a, well, it looks like a fire elemental, but not one I'd seen before. And Lauren will actually pitch up a little because I have heard of such creatures. They are fire elementals who have been bound to some sort of enchanted armor. They normally work as guardians or defenders for those of the arcane arts, but the one you described sounded far stronger than those I've heard of before. Don't get me wrong, they can be dangerous, but that one sounded truly powerful. Yeah, it didn't feel like it was of that world necessarily, so... um... That's why I was wondering. I am personally familiar with the ritual, though I have never used it. Normally, someone of considerable arcane skill will summon an elemental into the armor and then effectively has control over it. Right. I I just also wondered why that was the thing that came out first. Like, yeah, probably like a century for something bigger that's coming along. After, and that's why we ran away, basically. You could be right. I don't think we have enough knowledge to make such an assertion, but it is a reasonable theory. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you got Tommy's number if you need anything. (laughs) 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 Yeah, just contact Tommy. We're all good. I'm sure our paths will cross in the near future. And then I 
follow the guys. Okay, so you all head out of the temple. Uh, as we leave, I'm just going to do the international call me sign. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Am I just pimping you out? Pretty much. Oh, mind out, Megas Doran. I'm going to continue laughing my ass off. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to give it, give him a, a winning. Well, no, yes, because I've I've not got my mask. I've I've, I've just started disguised myself back as Tommy without the mask. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm just going to give him a winning smile. Mm-hmm. Oh, Megas Doran. Yeah. <laughs> He yeah. stares at you from over a lectern, looking very disapprovingly at you. But uh, so, what are you all doing as you exit the temple? What is that to do? Go out? Um, well, so we it had a couple of things. Quite massive. We had a couple of things we were we were going to do before we ended up here, didn't we? Uh, we did most of them. We got a couple couple of new quests to do. Yeah. Um, a couple of things I was interested in doing as well was I wouldn't mind popping back to visit um, our friends um, at the in in the gang, you know, and, and show them um, show them the head. Oh, so you want to go find the? Um... Yeah, see, see if see if see if, yeah. we can, if we can find them and see if they're still about. Um, now, now that things have cut, well, things haven't calmed down. The city's still under lockdown, but things have calmed down a little bit. As in, like, the, the patrols are fairly regular. We haven't caused any massive damage in the city for a few days because so. we haven't been there. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we need to find Vash and Gareth. Yeah, basically, um, and then, and then um, show, show them Thorax head. Just walk past the temple again. See if. Uh, oh, the temple of Calumbar. Yeah. See if Ansi's bro is there yet. Yeah. Uh, if as you if you head to the temple first, you'll notice that the door is still locked, or at least shut. What well, guys? What you make of this? It's been a couple of hours now. I mean, it's a bit weird, isn't it? I mean, yeah, they just don't normally shut. Sorry, I was just gonna say, just for general reference, yes, it is about like one p.m. ish at the moment, a bit after lunch. Yeah, I mean, if they did shut up shop for for lunch, I mean, does oh, why don't you just break the door down? Oh, it's still a temple, mate. In broad daylight, I mean... I don't really want to piss off, like, Ansi's brother any more than I have done already. No, sweep yourself. Do you want me to break the door or not? No, uh, really not, not. not. Not in broad daylight in public, mate, because doesn't <sighs> seem like... Doesn't, doesn't seem like a smart move with the guards around and that. You, you could play your banjo at the door if you want, see if that opens it. Are you insane, woman? <laughs> I'm just going to stare blankly at her, like, <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> yes, because I'm the insane one. I will tell you all this, though, as you've just sort of finished that line off. You have now officially completed all the tasks that Heinrich set yes. for you. Yes, we have. Yeah. Woo-hoo. But have I'm, said, I'm... Yeah, have we sent that's, that's why I'm thinking, before any events go any further, it might be useful to have a street gang on our side yeah can't well, hurt was, can it was that not why we ended the war well no we ended the war for one of the temples didn't we yes oh yeah okay but seeing it seen as we've got like a bit friendly with them and that <clears throat> it might might be um might be worth a punt well speaking just out of character yeah is it 
do we reckon that they're still going to be where they're known to be? Well, during the lockdown and stuff like that, we 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 might be able to um, might be able to go and get some get some idea of where they might be. Um, yeah, I suppose best place to find them. I mean, we can't just go wandering around looking for them. I guess. Or well, we could go see your gang and see if yeah, they know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Go see Cobblestone, see if he's got any idea where they might be. I have been see. carrying a rotting head for about five days now. Exactly. You know? Seen I mean, any I'm, more of my brother? Yeah, we could always ask Cobblestone if he's got any, any idea where Sophia's brother is. Yeah. Because no, no one's seen him since he went missing. No one. No I one. I have not heard of anything. Shit, <laughs> I need to cover up just in case I'm seen. Good shout. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Maybe we should go back to um that um that costume place. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> Find myself a nice mask. Go and get Sophia something to yeah, but... not get a mask. Oh yeah, you could go around in your um Valkyrie. Yeah. yeah, I'll go wear that. And people might recognise you from the arena, but it'll be cool and hopefully a lot after yeah. it, like, dip into an alleyway and get changed. Or just put the mask on. Just put it on. Okay. What? Just the mask. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not getting the whole the whole ship on. Yeah. No, I'm not just getting naked in the middle of the street either. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sophia dons the Valkyrie helmet. Yeah. Cool. Little wings on the side looks kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what are you guys doing? Where are you heading? Uh, should we go speak? What do you reckon? Should we speak to Cobblestone, see if we can find out where the gang is? Yeah. Well, unless, well, let's go look. Like, like you say, if they go, let's go look where they were, and then yeah. if they're not there, then we can go speak to Cobblestone because he didn't exactly seem the most happy person when we last spoke to him. Very true. But is yeah. he ever? Well, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not. He's not a happy chappy cobblestone generally. Oh, just for general reminder, you did have the orc scalps that you were going to try turning for money at some point as well. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we did. That's a good shout. So, we uh, have them in the bag of holding. Do they smell less? <laughs> I mean, you can't smell them outside the bag of holding, but that doesn't mean right, they then. aren't rotting. Maybe we should go turn that in quickly. Yeah. Just get get rid of those. Yeah, uh, I really can't go anywhere near there. Yeah. Well, you don't look like you. I'll just stand mute outside. True. Oh, if you want a really good decoy, I could just pretend to be Sophia for lols. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Seat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the offer, though. It's all right. Anytime. Right. Off so, yeah, to there. Hand in our bounty. Collect our bounty. That's uh, the one. Okay, so you guys head over to... It's kind of like the... It's in between... It's, it's near the Noble District. It's basically the government office buildings and admin. It's actually where Heinrich is. Or, well, near where his building is anyway. As you walk your way up to a rather unassuming-looking building and make your way inside. So are you all going inside or is Sophia waiting outside? I'm going to wait outside, maybe with Solara. Okay, you two can stand outside as the... I'm going to stand outside too. Okay. Yeah. So okay, just, uh, just Tommy and Handrel going just into Tommy Handrel and Handrel. Fair enough. Okay. As the two of you walk inside, uh, Tommy, do me a... Say a perception check. 
Sure. Uh, 16 again. Yeah. It's just everyone rolling 16 tonight. 16 mm-hmm. night tonight, yep. Yeah. Uh, as you walk inside, there's not many people in. You can see uh, the guy who gave you the quest, the dwarf known as Ulrich Fellhammer, who has a very aggressive sounding name for a very admin looking man. <laughs> he has a long gray beard and little small glasses, and he's looking over all his ledgers and like looking at the bounty papers and things. And what you see with a 16, there's someone else sat in the room, actually sat on a bench just to the side. And with a 16, he looks a little bit familiar. Unseer! No. No. <laughs> he did. He's, <laughs> he's wearing black armor. Uh, a bit of a, like a cloak over the side, like like an over-the-shoulder style cloak. Um... And yeah, he looks looks a bit familiar to you. You remember running into a bounty hunter when you left this place a while ago, who engaged with you in brief conversation, who said he was on the trail of hunting down Sophia. So yeah, uh, gonna see him. Are you going up uh, to him? Yeah, I'm just gonna be like, you still here, mate? Don't know what you're talking about. Huh. Don't you remember me? Can't say I do. Uh, never mind then. You did. You did say hello when I was wandering past on my way out of the city to go and collect a bounty. No, never mind. Seat yourself. Just kind of gives you that kind of stone face glare. He's wearing like a full helmet as well, so you can't even really read his face. Uh, I, I am not in tall phased by it. Mm. I'm just like, fair enough. What a dick. Mm. So, are you going up to speak to Ulrich? Uh, yeah, I think we'll go, we'll go straight up to Ulrich. Okay. Yes, hello. What do uh, right, the pal. two of you want? Uh, got a few orc scalps to trade in for the bounty. Oh, from the from the Black Claw. Yeah. Uh, good. How many have you got? Uh, guys, how many do we have? Somebody else wrote that down. I don't think I did, because I wasn't scared. Scalping. I believe it was three you had because okay. Rogar fucked some of them up. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, just three, mate, at the moment. Oh, okay, just three. So you've not. Yeah, we, we we killed a few more, but my um my associate isn't particularly great at scalping, so we've got an ogre scalp as well. But I didn't know if you were trying to throw that in. Uh, we got an, there. Was, there was an ogre with him. Got a scalp of him as well, if that's useful. With them, you say? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I suppose I can give you a little bit for that. We're still offering a major reward for killing their leader, though. Uh, we might be heading back out of the city again at some point, so um, we'll keep an eye out for him. Be sure you do. Uh, right, so, three orc scalps, one ogre. That comes to uh, 45 gold. Ah. Thanks very much. He uh, hands over a small little leather pouch and it's to you. Cheers, I I take it and um, it disappears under the folds of my um, my trench coat. As this is going on inside, outside, Rogar, Solara and Sophia are stood. A guy starts walking up to the stairs that lead up into the office and he looks at, he goes up to Rogar first. He's wearing full black armor with a cloak over one shoulder. Alright, buddy. 
Is this the uh, the bounty office? I think it quite clearly is. Ah, oh, that's good. That's good. Excellent. You uh, turning in a few yourself? Got some friends inside. Just took out some orcs while we're outside the city. You know, a little bit of gold. Well, can go a long way sometimes. Ah. Ah, the orc bounty. Yeah, that's, that's a good one, that is. Can uh, make a good bit of money on that. You know, walks, they just pop up everywhere. No one's going to check a scalp, are they? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What are you doing here, anyway? Ah, oh, what am I doing here? Oh, you see, I got a bit of a tip. Well, oh, yeah. I say it's a tip. It's something I've been following for a little while now, you know, keeping an eye on things. Cause there's, a, there's a big bounty in the city. Oh, yeah, yeah, do tell. I don't know if I've heard this one. As he's saying this to Rogar, um, Tommy and Handrel are making their way through the door. And, Tommy, you hear a voice in your head. Uh, not this again. That's what I say, literally. Mm. <clears throat> Looks like it's finally time for trial number two. Give Baal my regards. You'll be meeting him soon enough. As you're walking down and you hear that, Reinhold says to Rogar, Yeah, you see, I've been following that lass that you're walking around with for a while now, because, you know, she's worth a fair bit. I had, honestly, quite a few tips about where to find her. I've just been waiting for the right moment. All right, bro, now! And the you notice that the guy that was following you out, who was stood just inside the building, draws a weapon, as does Reinhold. And I say, yeah. I say, as he's drawing his weapon, can I throw a headbutt in there or not? Uh, make me a. It'd just be an unskilled. For you, an unskilled strength check. Because it'd be a, uh, basically a d20 plus your strength rather without any proficiency. Okay. It's 24. Nice. Oh, wow. 24. <laughs> um, Tasty. <laughs> okay. I really should have taken a long rest before we went to hand this question. <laughs> uh, you headbutt Reinhold right on the front of his uh, black helmet. Uh, well, greyish black helmet, actually. It's a little bit uh, faded. It's not quite as impressive as you might think. And you deal one point of damage. Uh, well, I just thought as soon as he mentioned that he was looking at you, I probably would have just tried to nut him just to back him up a bit. But, you yeah, know. <laughs> as you do that, he kind of just laughs like, oh, I knew this one was going to be fun. And yeah, I think that's where we might end tonight. Mm. Should have taken Oh my God, I have to wait a week for a retort. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've got a whole week to come up with a really good one. <laughs> Should have gotten naked or something. I, well, no. To be fair, if he's been following me for a while now, it's not like I could have. Where's he been? I mean, like we went out of the city for a long time. Well, you might not remember this now, but this is why I take extensive notes of things, and this is actually pre-pods. So you can't even listen to it, which is even better. Uh, when you originally went to the pick up the bounties, you spoke to Reinhold. And yeah, you attempted to lie to him, and you failed very badly. So he's uh, been keeping an eye on you since then, and he saw you leave the city. 
And also from that voice in your head, in your head and what he just said to you, you might put some together that you may have been getting some extra information from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So should have taken a long rest. Yeah. Maybe. I have yeah. no hit points I'm... at all and no oh. abilities at all. So Tommy, no anyway, but at least I have a couple of spells left. Uh, Tommy's going to nope the fuck out of there and come back tomorrow. If you're still alive, good luck. <laughs> Cheers, love. <laughs> this is why I only date healers. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it is probably a smart move. Yeah. yeah. At least keep you alive after, you know, all the bad times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, right. Fun times. Uh, interesting times. How does Sophia get out of this? Simple. You're backed up by a dragon and a storm sorceress. You'll be okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. Plus, plus, plus me, me, me and Handra are there, too. Yeah, but <laughs> oh, the, yeah. The, the blue orbs will probably, like... Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't even think about them. Yeah. Uh, balls. Yeah. Um, end it fast and run. <laughs> they could take me and see what. Well, I don't want to see my mum again. She's a bitch. You could take me. We could all go and have a. They t- could take you. We could go out, go and have a nice long rest, and then come back and fuck them up really badly. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, they could take you. We could go for a long rest. We could come back. We could break you out, and we could rob the place at the same time and kill everyone. And kill everyone. Or, well, or, you, or you might just die. So you know. <laughs> and, 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 and to be fair, rogue guy, you did just headbutt one of them. So I'm not entirely sure they're going to be happy about um, just giving up. That map looks very dark for something that's happened at eleven. Well, one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, well, it's the best representation I have. <laughs> um, so yeah, bugger, 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 bugger. so that's your current positioning anyway but uh, yeah I think you guys can spend a week planning to see how you'll just get out of this one well we'll see what happens Uh, (laughs) I hope you all enjoy tonight not a lot of planning we can really do I don't have much left but hey ho I'm already starting (laughs) to think let's go Uh, yeah it was was definitely interesting Uh, that was probably the worst combat Tommy's ever had so far, uh-huh. at least up till now. So <laughs> probably the best combat rogue I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, you did pretty well. So did so did Sophia. Yeah, I yeah. did. Everybody did, except maybe Solara. Yeah, well she didn't have a lot she could do really against fire stuff. Yeah. She's, kind she's, of yeah. she's not, not the best against them. No. Oh well. Everything's like falling to shit. It's yeah, not. Well, you think it is. Well, it's because it's falling into your shit. <laughs> Such a twat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Right, yeah. I, th- I think we should wrap up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope everyone listening also enjoyed. And, uh, yeah, that was our show this evening. If you had fun and you want to keep listening? Well, we'll be back next week, as we always are, every Monday. If you want to chat to myself or any of our players, you can find us all on Twitter. I am at TreasonNo, and they are all under their character names with GTMP at the end of it. We have a WordPress website with lots of lore and background and all those sorts of things. We have a Facebook group that, frankly, we don't use that much, but it's there. You can check it out. 
And we are available pretty much everywhere in terms of a podcast. So if you want to try, check us out on another platform, go for it. And I will turn you over to my players to say goodbye. Yeah, as usual, if you've enjoyed listening to my voice as much as I enjoy listening to my voice, you can find me on the Lost Art Podcasting and the Lost Art Wrestling Podcast. You can find them on all good podcast providers, and you can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcasting and at LAOW Podcast. Their most recent episode actually came out this morning and was reviewing the Royal Rumble and NXT TakeOver from the previous weekend. Uh, also, if you fancy meeting me, maybe one day I'll be in the Rescar Cafe on Rescar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK. And yeah, if you want to hear more from me, as always, you can't because, as always, I am exclusive to this pod because this pod takes all my energy and love. <laughs> so feel feel really privileged that you get to be a part of it. Uh, that's me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this week's episode is brought to you by the letter M, as in massacre. Like I'm gonna bring it next week. Do it, Sophia. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Other words I could have chosen were like masturbate and stuff. Let's just like now leave it. That would give next week a weird context given the situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just a massive gangbang. <laughs> oh dear. Sophia just whips off her pants. And, yeah. <laughs> Who knew we were starting that porno episode? Yeah. I've already said that's next year's uh, Christmas special. Yep. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, shit. That'll do great for all our younger listeners that we seem to be getting. Yeah. I know, right? I know. Bye. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have, 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 haven't dropped a C-bomb all episode, so, you know, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I tick that explicit box. Whatever happens after that is up to yourselves. And up to the parents. I blame the parents. Thanks for that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And on that note, I'd just like to give a shout out to my two children who listen to this podcast, Calm and Tell Me. Hi. (laughs) Hello. Uh, I'm not going to shout Alex out. He'll be fine. (laughs) He'll love you one day. If you're listening to this in a few years' time, stop. Stop right now. (laughs) It only gets worse from here. Well, thank you everyone for joining us yet again, and we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.